The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Well, look at there. You made it to Tuesday. Congrats. A.K.A. Friday. Yes. More on that later. (laughs) We'll explain that later, why Tuesday feels like Friday around here. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. Yeah, JB's letting it out of the bag there. Uh, well, Brooks already did. Oh, did he really? He told everybody. Yeah. Well, Matter of fact, he's, uh, it's a conspiracy. We're trying to get Jake to back out of his show tomorrow as well now. <laughs> well, <laughs> Give Vive some time of leisure. Well, here's the thing about it. You guys deserve it. Uh, everybody deserves it. It is a holiday. And honest, okay, like we had Halloween, we had Labor Day, these different things. But in this COVID year, this 2020 Thanksgiving feels like the first real one where we just got to step away. And so we're going to do that. Today's the last day of the week for this show, but we're just starting and we got three hours to go and we can get a whole week's worth of stuff in here over the next three hours, including JB, a special treat to start the show today. Yeah. Right off the bat, right at the top. The lovely homecoming queen is here. To talk about the egg bowl. Hey, JB. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour, the homecoming queen, <laughs> as no other could have ever been. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what to think about it. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Uh, well, you, here you are to start the show, JB. Um, the egg she's, bowl, huh? She wants to talk about the egg bowl. So, you know, go ahead and formulate your questions uh, for, any, for anyone listening. Y'all can submit them by writing uh, on the. By writing? <laughs> now, the country please and text line, 885-3776. If you're watching the live stream, feel free to comment on the live stream right there. And if you've got a question for the homecoming queen, let it rip. She's a Rebel fan. And uh, all right, let's start here, Annabeth. It yeah. seems like a year coming into the Egg Bowl this year where Ole Miss fans are, are confident. I think so. I feel like I feel I feel pretty confident, but I felt like state played so well this past weekend, so I feel like state fans have a, a reason to be confident too. Listen, that game against Georgia and they lost it. They should have won. They played harder. Okay. Well some people have said that. Don't but, you don't but, you think? But let's just instead of going what should have happened, let's just look at what did happen. They lost, but they played well. They played well. And that one game has all kinds of people feeling different about the egg ball. Right. Well, I feel like it's a I, I'm happy for Ole Miss to to do really well, but I feel like it's a pretty even matchup, don't you? I, I think I don't think anybody's greater than the, the other. Yeah, like um that's right. You know, I still feel like Ole Miss should have an advantage. I don't think playing at home or away this year makes a big difference. I mean, it's in Oxford, but you, you know, you do have a lot of freshmen you're depending on, and so it'll be their first egg bowl and it happens to be on the road for state, but it's not like you're walking into a full stadium. It's a, it's just a different situation it's this year. You and I different. were talking about that earlier. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't feel the same as the Egg Bowl week usually does. Right. It just, it's just different. That's right. With the virus and with the virus and the limited capacity, the weird seasons. You know, like even coming into the beginning of the week, and a lot of people not really sure if we were going to have the Egg Bowl right. this week or not. Right. 
So plans are different, all that kind of stuff. Thank goodness we all don't live in California because we can all gather together for our family Thanksgivings on Saturday and watch the game at our own homes in the privacy of our own homes without anyone telling us where and when and, and how, how to go to the, how how to go to the bathroom and how yeah, many. It's a little bit. The stuff in California is ridiculous. I know, but we are all still going to be careful. We don't want to just tell people to throw caution to the wind. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah. You know, put one on. Go and, outside. Uh, yeah, don't sneeze on people. Don't lick people. <laughs> Cut all that out. Okay, when we get through this COVID stuff, you can lick everybody you want to lick. Yeah. Just <laughs> not go. right now. Well, y'all are talking about licking. <laughs> um, let me, I'm working on a song here. Oh. And it just oh, came Lord, to me. I, a just, song? Yeah. About just, licking? It, no, no, no. no. It, just, uh, it goes okay. like this. She's a rebel fan married to a bulldog man. They get together in a time they can, except when MSU wins, then Matt is banned. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. never really gotten to that point. And it, it really hasn't. Part of it is because I've never pulled a bunch of stunts. You haven't either. I haven't really. I did put that tattoo on your face that year. Yeah, I've, that's right. <laughs> Ole Miss won. I fell asleep. I woke up with a... Was that with your fist? It was no. a... No, Miss it was a little... <laughs> you know those little Ole Miss stickers they give out at the games? Well, I kept one, and while Matt was asleep, I... I put it on his cheek, and when he woke up, you know, he found it. But yeah, that's the no, no. that's the equal of putting someone's hand in warm water. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, we've right. been sports about it's it. I don't like that. I don't like the whole house divided. I just say we have best of both. Well, and it, I don't the like truth, let's how, be honest. And we're not divided. So. Well, we're not. Um, what's the right way to say this? We have a life. And relationship and home life and everything where, frankly, the games and are really not the most important thing going no. on around here. <laughs> no, they're, they're fun accessories, but they're not. Yeah. 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 Possibly so. good distractions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, I thought you'd find this interesting. Um, I'm, I'm going to play a clip for you right now. This is this is Matt Corral, yeah. quarterback Ole Miss. He talked with the media yesterday. And the question was kind of about the Egg Bowl, like the rivalry. You know, they always get those questions every year when they play this game. And it's a real short answer, but he said something in there. I think this is the right clip. We're going to see. But he had, he said something in there that I found interesting. Uh, I mean, just the long tradition behind it. Like, nothing's really personal at all. You know, it's just another game. Uh, you know, of course, the, uh, the next game is the most important game. So uh, we're going to. We're going to attempt to get ready like like so. It's not really a personal thing. It's just another game. All right. All right. That's Matt Corral, quarterback Ole Miss. Here is Elijah Moore, probably the best player on Ole Miss's whole team. Okay. The receiver. Right. I'm going to be real. To me, it's just another game. I don't really get too high. I don't, I don't get too low. But in in this school, you know, it, it, it it's, its history is – you know, it's the biggest game. If anybody wants you to win that uh, any game in the season, it, it has to be this one. But I really just look at it as it's just any other game. You know, the way you attack every game, or the way you attack something, is how you attack everything. So I just I try to attack every game full speed. You know, most energy and everything. But you know, of course, being in you know at Ole Miss and in you know our locker room and in our meetings, they're gonna hype it up because you know it's. The tradition so i'm you know i'm gonna play hard for my teammates and play hard for my coaches how about wow. that wow well what do you, you think about that he, he may not be too high or too low but one thing's for sure 
He knows how to hike his leg. <laughs> he did it last year. Yep. I hope they don't do that this year. No, well, it won't I, happen again. I like the fact that they both talked about the tradition. You and I have talked about traditions and how I love a tradition, whether it's a holiday or whether it's a game day. I think that the respect for the tradition is there from both of them. But you're a ball player, so you understand that they're looking at this as just the next game. So maybe it's a fan thing as far as the hype. But the yeah. players, you know, I'm sure the players, you know, they know it's a an important game. It's a different game because it's the in-state rivalry. Yeah. But um, maybe you answered that better than I do. Well, You're, I thought, You have to focus as just the next game as a player. I thought their answers right? were exactly the way I always felt about it, I playing thought, in it. I felt like you would say that. Is it, you? Yes, it's important. You don't know. They're not downplaying the fact that. The game is more important to our school and our fan base, frankly. Right, right. And we get that. It's really kind of the way it should be. But for me, it's another game. Okay, I don't I don't know where Elijah Moore played high school football. Where is he? Do you, JB, do you know off the top of your head where he's from originally? I don't. I don't, I don't either. I could look it up. But I know Matt Corral is not from Mississippi. He's from California. Right. He's from California. See, and somebody texted and said they are not you know, SIP boys either. Yeah. Neither one. So I think Elijah Moore maybe is an out-of-state guy also. And and the one speaking right now is out-of-state. Well, I, I, let me I grew up in Alabama, Matt played Wyatt. high school in Alabama. Alabama, but you're a Mississippi boy now. Okay, but it didn't take long at all. I mean, like the first week on campus, you That's understand. You in. Yeah. Well, you, you have to. You're on the team. You understand, okay, they're already – my classmates, my professors, people in town, uh, teammates from Mississippi. Right. They're already talking about the Egg Bowl. Right. Okay. I think it's the same for these guys, too. You heard what Elijah Moore said. Look, you understand for this school, it's a big deal. They you know, they're it. making a big deal of it. They get it. Uh, uh, Steven on the Facebook live stream says uh, that Moore is from Georgia. But I think as players, now I do think it is different for players who are from Mississippi a little bit. Yeah. Who maybe grew up around it. But everybody's approach in the locker room is just what Elijah Moore said. Every game you're trying to hit at 100 miles an hour and with the approach that this is the most important game we've ever played and it's a one-week season. We're trying to do that every week. So if I'm true to that mindset, I do the same with this game. But how is it different this year because it's not? The last game. Oh, that was my next thing. Was it's different because usually we're wrapping up the football season right. and there's so much. I, I don't there's know. There's nothing hype. else to play for. Yeah, there's nothing else. But this year, yeah. it's different because there's games that follow it. There's, yep. you know. Yeah. There you go. That's so right. You are smarter um, than the average. <laughs> I was about to say that before you said yeah. it. Great minds think alike. Thank you. Okay, Moore is not from Florida. He's from Georgia. I mean, Florida. He is from Fl Florida. I got it mixed up. Okay, not Georgia. He's from Florida. Okay. Um, yeah, well, look, it's, um, I think it's different. It's a different cause it's not the last game. It's this crazy 2020 virus, all this stuff going on. It's just different. But for those guys, they have to look at it. And I guess all these games have been different for them. Yeah. That it's probably been hard for all of them to prepare for each game. So, you know, Hey, maybe it'll end in a tie for 2020. <laughs> Thank goodness they did oh, away wow. with that where you couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm glad they got rid of the ties in college football because they make um, <clears throat> they made it harder to decipher the uh, overall records when you look at the winsopedia.com comparisons. 
Well, there you go. Because <laughs> Did you do a preview? Was... Like, did you decide who you think is going to win? I have not picked a game yet. We're going to have to do it today. Well, um, yeah, you need to. But here's what I did say <laughs> about it yesterday, and I, and I'm not coming off. I, this is kind of how I feel about it, and I'm not sure I felt this way. Even coming home after the Georgia game, you know, you're looking ahead of the next one and all. And and initially, and on the surface, I, and I think these things are hold some water. Ole Miss came into the year with 75 returning lettermen. What that means is 75 players out of 85 on scholarship who had played football for you before, right? Well, I say 75. There, there's some in there that are extra upperclassmen and also 75 out of the total. That was the most in the SEC who had actually played football for you. So pretty experienced bunch coming back to take on this coaching change. All right. Defensively, they just don't have the horses. But offensively, they do, and they've been good. And it's also a bunch of lettermen who've played a lot of football and a lot of snaps who haven't – a lot of them haven't even experienced beating State. State's won two in a row, 18 and 19. We're looking at how rare it is for a team in the rivalry to win three in a row. It almost never happens. Since the games moved to campus in 1991, it's only happened once at Ole Miss and once at State. Once with Eli, 0-2-3-4 for Ole Miss, they won three in a row. And then once for State when they hired Dan Mullen, 0-9-10-11. Both those stretches, the opponent was way down. <laughs> Is the only way you had a three-game winning streak for either school. State's trying to have a three-game winning streak. It's going to be hard to do that. Ole Miss more experience. You're going to play up there. They've had less COVID issues. They've had less opt-outs. They have more depth. They have a better, more consistent offense. State has a better, more consistent defense. So I think Ole Miss should have an advantage in the game. The thing is, though, you look at it, there's this there's this little bit of an increase in State's offense. They look like they finally got it together and figured things out, how to go score, and did it on the road at Georgia. So you know they're confident. And at the same time, you know Ole Miss's defense ain't nowhere near what Georgia's defense is. Right. So I look at it and go, I think this is a closer, more competitive game than some people give it credit. I, I, I think it's a toss-up. I don't see it as one where, even though there's some obvious advantages for Ole Miss – where State's just up against it and they're two touchdown underdogs. I think State has every bit of chance to go in there and win it as Ole Miss does. And it's going to come down to like one player is going to step up and have this great game. That's usually what happens in Egg Bowls. You know, one player will step up or there will be one crucial mistake like last year's game. Now, I think that's kind of what we're looking at again. We were with you last year at the game, weren't we? Yeah, I think you were. You I were feel like the your team, club. the team was – didn't y'all get recognized? Was that not? Oh, that was last year. Yeah. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, 99. They had, uh, they recognized the 99 team. Yeah, all the players. Right. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun because Mary Liddy got to walk out on the yeah. field with me. And then my sister, who's married to Rob Morgan, they there. were all there. So that was a fun, that was a fun night. That's right. I'd forgotten about that. You know, I do hate that Leach and uh, Kiffin's first experience at an egg bowl is one that's not a normal egg bowl normal. atmosphere you know because that is fun here's what um <clears throat> here's what those coaches said okay, okay. this is this is kiffin kind of opening up talking about mississippi state all right so mississippi state prep um these guys played really good the other night as you saw um had a chance to beat georgia and um you know, probably would have if George wouldn't have had the new quarterback. So um, these guys have played 
really well on defense for most of the season. Give you a lot of problems. They play really hard. Really good players. Um, they got back on track offensively. Uh, you know, for some, you know, really good Georgia defense. So, um, you know, we're gonna have our hands full. And you know, they kind of got turned around. Looked like they weren't playing great the, the few games before that, especially offensively. And then, um, they got it turned around and um, you know beat some drop eight, which I think had been. Um, you know, their issues lately. So, and even without all that, it wouldn't have mattered because rivalry games, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So that's Kiffin. Uh, everybody wake up. Everybody wake Hey, hey, wake up, everybody. He is kind of mellow. Shake off the He's kind of mellow. <laughs> He's cool, calm, collected. Leach, on the other hand, was asked about uh, his relationship with Kiffin. He talked about the fact that he likes him. He said, I think I met him through his dad. His dad's famous coach, Monty right. Kiffin. And, and then he went on this little diatribe about how they go to these coaches' clinics over the years, and they're always supposed to pretend that they're interesting. That was his words. Oh. He said, and and he said, I like Lane because he usually figures out a way to make it not boring. <laughs> and so he kind of complimented him. Now, Stephen on the live stream says this, Annabeth, do you care uh, about the Vicksburg versus Warren Central um, rivalry as much as Annabeth does? He's oh. asking me. Oh, is that Augustinelli? That's Augustinelli. So, Stephen. Hey, Stephen. You say that very well. Okay. I know a lot of people that, like Jake, he he would just go Aganelli. Aganelli. <laughs> yeah, I, grew up, I grew up with Stephen. I always thought his name was cool, Augustinelli. Yeah, we have a history. That's uh, it. So Augustinelli. We, we both have a history with Augustinelli. They're, in, they're coming out of quarantine. Today's their last day in quarantine. Oh, I'm glad that they're doing better. I hope they are. Well, well I don't know. You don't. You weren't part of that rivalry. It's right, different I mean, for me because I grew up a Vicksburg Gator. Yeah. And now, you know. I'm with, a Warren Central guy with because Rob, of the we're, Morgans. We're Warren Central folks. so Right. Yeah. So we're Warren Central folks now. Well, I kind of like back to Kiffin. I kind of, I think he's so calm. He's, Isn't he's he? like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Lane, your uh, car is on fire currently yeah. in the parking lot. Well, okay. Well, I guess like maybe I left the. I think I'm, no, I may have left. I, I sent you a little uh, anyway. gif about uh, Kiffin, but I think he would be more of a dude. Yeah. Where's my car? <laughs> Do you agree that these are two pretty big names for the, the Egg Bowl? Oh, yeah. Two of the oh, biggest yeah. coaching names at the at the same time at both schools for the Egg Bowl. Yeah, and again, we get people out here and, writing lazy articles about how quote unquote nasty and ugly the Egg Bowl rivalry is as compared to others, which couldn't be further from the truth. No, exactly. You know, two years ago, 2018 in Oxford, they said, there's a brawl. They had a brawl. Hey, it wasn't a brawl. They all have pads on. No punches thrown. They're all pushing and shoving. Three guys run off the bench, and they called it a brawl. I've seen brawls. That ain't a brawl. Yeah, there was one when you were there, right? Or that was, was that after you? Well, it was closer to a brawl. That was the pregame, 97. <laughs> but the thing is, again, everybody's got pads on, and they called it a brawl, and it involved literally a grand total of about 10 players, five on our yeah. side and five on their side. They all blow the, they blow it way out of proportion. It's, yeah. I don't know why they have to do that. Are most well, of those do. people that are writing all that stuff in-state media folks or out-of-state trying to just most stir out, it up? Most out-of-state. Yeah, state. they don't have most a clue. Out of state. They yeah. don't have a clue. Well, it's, it's kind of like Dan Mullen says, you know, he got arrested for inciting a peaceful riot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't get arrested. He got fined, though. Uh, grumpy country pleasing text line says Matt and JB wishing you and your families a great Thanksgiving. 
Miss Grumpy and I have been doing some traveling to our granddaughter's basketball games yesterday and today. Talk to you next week. Hail State. God bless America. And that's from Grumpy. And he's got a turkey emoji, a basketball emoji, and an American flag emoji. Grumpy. Wow. Wanted to get that in there before you get out of range. Be careful driving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So you think it's going to be pretty even? I, I I see. We haven't even talked about this, so this is the first time I've asked you about it. I see a very competitive ball game. Yeah. So it'll be good. Here's a problem with that, though, and our listeners know this. Last week, going into the Georgia game, I mentioned several times about how it wasn't going to be close and about how we knew the outcome before we even go over there. <laughs> and lo and behold, State almost pulled it off. Yeah. So I don't know if they're listening to my pred- um, crazier things have happened. Well, it's 2020. You never know. Yeah, that's exactly right. If there was an ever a year that you that that you might as well expect the unexpected. Absolutely. Okay, Anthony. I don't know what this is, Anthony, but he texted the show and he said, "Homecoming Queen, did you get the duck that I gave Matt to give to you?" And that's from Anthony. And I'm not sure what we're talking about, Anthony. I don't have a the duck. Are we talking about a fake duck, a real duck, a toy duck, a hey, rubber duck? Hey, was it the Affleck duck one time? Yeah, yeah I guess that that's what it. it was. From somewhere, yeah. like where you would. Yeah. Divinity or you yeah, were somewhere. Maybe that's what it was. Somebody had it. Yeah. Okay, Anthony. I think, I think Anthony is affiliated with Athlax. So okay. you come up with three more A's for me. <laughs> maybe you were at Divinity for a, I don't know maybe what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Well, she remembers. There you go. Anthony, I didn't remember, and she does. Imagine that. That's why you married me. I do the remembering. <laughs> do the thinking. You remember the stats, and I remember everything else. <laughs> that's good. I think. Yeah. All right, just getting started with y'all on this Tuesday of Thanksgiving and Egg Week and Rivalry Week and all that jazz in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around.